Good afternoon, everybody. You are listening to Resonance 104.4 FM, and this is Art Then and Now with me, host Anna Gammons. This is the show where we explore art from the past and art from the present to understand how we as humans have expressed ourselves through time. Now, as you may well know, I have been asking artists to reach out and talk to me about what they've been doing during this very strange time to stay sane, stay creative, and stay connected. Now, with that in mind, I am going to be speaking to artist Steph Noble and return guest artist Lauren Mealy about what they've been up to during Corona lockdown. So my first interview, as I mentioned, is with artist Steph Noble. She is an incredibly talented oil painter who's been enjoying some kind of more time to do what she does best during this period. And she's also organised free Saturday tutorials for you. Lovely lot to get involved with some art. So if you're listening and you're thinking, ha, I am no artist, there's no way I could ever pick up a brush. Uh, me and Steph are here to tell you that is not true. You are worthy of art and you are worthy of getting involved, even if you do a terrible painting you're going to have some fun and you're going to have something to show for it at the end so here is Steph to tell you more about her experience during corona and her free tutorials take it away Steph I am here with Steph Noble, who is an artist, and I think probably a good place to start is if you maybe introduce kind of what your practice is to, to the listeners and explain a little bit about what you do. Okay, yeah. Um, hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. So yeah, my art practice, basically, I am a self-trained artist. I have no formal art qualifications. We've moved to Northern Ireland. We've moved around a fair bit um, around the UK. Yeah, you're in Belfast now is that right that's right yeah we're in Belfast at the minute we've been here for about seven years now so generally where I have been in the past um, I've painted the landscapes that have surrounded me so a lot of my early work when I was in Switzerland very snowy mountains high peaks you know the Alps um, because I was there and I could get those photos and that experience and everything Um, and now as we've moved to sort of Northern Ireland it's a lot more there's a lot more green countryside and, and that kind of thing so that's what my practice reflects now so obviously I, you know, I've seen some of your work online you've got these amazing pastoral scenes and there's kind of some seascapes and things yeah. is, it, is it like those kind of landscape paintings in your environment that's been your main influence throughout your artistic yeah. journey shall we say <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no I am I'm 100% an outdoorsy girl there's so much beauty to be had literally on your doorstep um, my current um, work that I've just started is looking at the, um, the, the the roadside beauty that we have sure. with all these beautiful kind of hedgerows and unkempt flowers and and wild ferns that grow literally on the side of the A55 you know because we ignore them normally and at the minute that's where I'm walking that's what I'm seeing so um, I'm, I'm trying to respond to that as well um, but yeah just just being outside, it just gives me life. It's odd, isn't it? I think we all appreciate so much more, even the even the smaller things. Like I, I um, I went for a walk and um, with my partner recently, and we were just we saw some lambs in a field. And, and normally, maybe I'd take like a, a couple of, I'd be like, oh, that's really cute. There's lambs in the field. I was just mesmerised by the lambs. Like they're so beautiful. This lamb is incredible. <laughs> you know because because we we appreciate it so much more and, and that's um and that's kind of the beauty in this in this very sad 
um, yeah. and difficult situation is is that so which is why I think art is so important right now right to see the beauty you paint predominantly in oil is that right yes I mean I have I've dabbled in a bit of everything but um, at the minute oil is just it's it gives me the best um look and effect uh i paint with palette knives so it tends to be very impassive very thick um i'm crazy about texture and a lot of my paintings once they're dry a lot of people like to come up and kind of poke at they, they just love to touch because it stands off the canvas so proud um yeah, people yeah. don't see that so often i suppose um and yeah it's kind of it's kind of my thing you know putting yeah. that paint on really really thick um layer it on and giving the viewer um that extra dimension so it's not just about the visual like you could literally touch it um and, you know, so it kind of um, almost skirts the borders of becoming slightly sculptural as well when you yeah, use the absolutely, absolutely. Um, i i as i said i've been looking at your work and i mean the work that you produce is absolutely beautiful and the impasto is what i'm really drawn to too i absolutely love texture so the first thing i thought when i was looking at your work was god i love that she's clearly got a knife and yeah. she's gone straight into it and she's layered and, and it just I think you're right about the dimension. It almost feels like it's so tactile and I think immersive almost when, when you use so much paint that it's, um, it becomes an experience when you see artwork like that rather than just um, you're looking at it, you're kind of feeling it as well, which is really yeah. nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I guess I wanted to kind of, yeah, let's talk about more about your techniques then. I mean, um, you mentioned that you use a palette knife. What's your kind of day-to-day -day like in the studio? Or do you have a studio or how I do? I do. Um, I'm lucky enough to have my studio in my house, which is a blessing and a curse. Um, <laughs> at the minute, it's a blessing because I haven't had to up sticks and move things around um, with all the madness that's going on. But um, usually <laughs> it means that I'm kind of, because it's in the house and I've got, house stuff going on I find myself putting a load of washing on in the middle of you know I, I am lucky with that and I, I appreciate that you know not everybody has that luxury um, and I think also if I wasn't if I maybe didn't I probably wouldn't be working in oils I'd probably be working in acrylics mm -hmm. before all the kind of crazy covid stuff going on I was um fortunate enough to be able to get the two kids so Meg goes to school and she had wraparound care and then Reese would go in all day at some daycare um, twice a week so I would have two days where I could literally just fill my day with painting and artwork and any of the other errands that I need to do um, so and that that was that's been great now things are a little different and also i suppose prior to my practice taking off as well it did, it was very much like i had to do it in the evenings or there would be a sort of saturday afternoon that i would you know take or whatever um, we don't have any family here so it is literally just me and my husband and whilst we have friends they've got their own families and things going on so we don't have anywhere to farm the kids off um, <laughs> unless we have paid job yeah exactly <laughs> Um, prior to kids I would like drift in and out of my studio and sit and look at my paintings and think what am I gonna paint but now I'm like right if I'm gonna paint on you know Thursday I need to make sure the canvas is there it's ready I got all cut like I am literally when I walk in that studio I'm ready to paint sure absolutely yeah I want to talk to you because obviously since Corona has disrupted everyone's life um, and it's harder now than ever to connect. I don't know, you have been um, doing tutorials, so I want to talk to you about that because uh, I can't think of a better way to keep everyone, you know, mentally in a good space. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I mean, it kind of came out of a, what, what, what do people need right now? What do I need? Um, and having a day literally from six o'clock in the morning until the kids go down of just kids um, with a chance that possibly I won't get to work, um, possibly I won't get to do anything today uh, for my business. It, it, it became less about the business and it became more about, I need that creative space even if it's just to doodle something on a pad or just have an hour to myself. And so I figured that if I was feeling like that, there was probably also a lot of other people feeling like that. And maybe those people didn't know what they needed. They just needed an hour out of their own heads. Mm -hmm. um, and so I thought, well, you know, I'll stick it on Facebook and see. And I just thought, well, do you know what? It done is better than not done, even if it's not polished. Um, and I mean, they're free. These are completely free tutorials. They're not, they're not designed to draw people in and be like, ha, now I've got you. Um, you know, it, this is just from a human perspective, uh, this is me doing my thing. If you want to join me and if you want to paint along with me or draw a landscape, I'm going to be doing that too. So why don't you do it with me? And People can have the opportunity to ask questions. What is it that you're doing? Why have you done it that way? I didn't get this. You know, all those things that maybe people, when you ask them a question out of context, they can't think of it. They're oh, I don't. But when they're in the moment, they 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 can. It, they're prompted to ask those questions. So um, so it just became a way of allowing people to have that hour out of their own you know madness that was just for them. It wasn't about, you know, entertaining the kids. It was about what they wanted to do. Even if they're not joining in, they just wanted to watch with a glass of wine and yeah. just, you know, have somebody talk them through a painting. Yeah. And that's what it was about. So I've been doing that now for three, four weeks. I, I post prior to that. Uh, so today I've just posted about what you might need for Saturday's tutorial. So like a shopping list um, of what we're going to paint, what we're going to do, what you might need to have. So, so people can get those things. It's almost like you're giving, um, you're giving people permission as well to kind of um, be creative in, in their space, because I don't know about you, but there are so many people that have got in contact with me and said, Oh, you know, I've, I'm trying watercolor for the first time, or I'm trying yeah. um, something for the first time. Yeah. I mean, People have been given the gift of time, and I mean, we we haven't. It, there is a, it's a bad situation right now, and it's it it has its it, you know its its gloom and all that. But it actually it has some really lovely sort of silver linings as well to come out of it. And and one of those is time. Whether it be that you're going to overhaul the wardrobe in the spare room, or you know learn to paint, or whatever it is. That, you know floats your boat that is it, it's a great thing because nobody's pestering you to go out uh, the weekend you're not you don't have to go and oh i have to go and deal with this and this and i have to be over there no that's all over so you can do what it is that you've had on the back burner for all you know for for years sometimes but also if you just are stuck in on your own having somebody literally talking to them across a computer screen for an hour can feel really it feels like somebody's in the room with you and it can make a real big difference to somebody's mental health which is huge you know uh, it's, it's one of the biggest right now. it's such a, a generous thing to do with your talent and your time i think what's the platform that you so yeah so i i i, I use zoom because i can record them although 
that's had mixed <laughs> kind of results <laughs> with the Zoom, still learning. Um, but um, essentially, I stream it on Facebook mm-hmm. from Zoom. And I also have a, uh, because I have an Instagram following, I also do it on my Instagram Live, which only makes it available for 24 hours. But um, as I say, people can dip in and out of it. Um, the nice thing about Facebook is that uh, on the page, it's there forever. So if people want to try it next week, then they can come back to it. So people go to your Instagram and your Facebook to get these live tutorials on Saturday. For Facebook, it's um, if you search under Stephanie Noble Artist page. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, for Instagram, it's at stef dot the dot artist you'll find me there and where can people go to find um to find more about you know your work because obviously you you do sell your work my website is stephanienoble.co.uk and um that has links to i sell through various galleries so a lot of the work is on there and then if you are interested in a particular piece we want to find out more about it uh, it gives you links to, to where it, it can be found well you know what you are a delight your work is amazing and I'm so happy that you agreed to chat with me thank you so much um, thank for- you this is awesome <laughs> thank you had so much fun speaking to Steph. She was really, really humble about what she's been doing and had to cut out a few bits of our interview where she's worried that the sessions aren't polished enough. Um, And I told her, firstly, they are perfect. Secondly, it frankly, it doesn't matter. It's awesome what she's doing. So go and check out her Facebook and her Instagram on her website, uh, stephnoble.co.uk and get involved in these Saturday classes. Sorry, but what have you got to lose, eh? No one's going to watch you. Only your family who you live with at the moment are going to see what you're doing. So get involved. Now it is time for my return guest, Lauren Mealy. Lauren joined me in episode two to speak about her favourite subject matter, the female body. She is so incredibly talented and she's returning now for a little bit of a catch up um, and to talk about a new direction of her work that's come from Corona isolation and some of the fun things she's been doing to keep connected with her fellow artists too. So it is a little bit raunchy, it's very fun, uh, it's a great chat, a great catch up and hopefully is inspirational for you guys because she's trying something new. So here is Lauren Mealy. Enjoy. Well, I'm here with uh, Lauren Mealy, who is a figurative artist, and we've spoken before. She's well; she's been on Resonance before, talking about her figurative artwork. So, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing really well. Loving the sunshine. Yes, how are you? Nice. I'm, I'm all right. I'm, 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 I guess we're all kind of muddling through this very weird situation. But um, my question, like my line of questioning to you today is I want to find out what as an artist, as a figurative artist, um, what you're doing to kind of stay creative and stay sane in this very weird time. What are you been working on at the moment? It's a very good question. Well, um, <laughs> right before sort of lockdown hit, I, m- I moved from doing a lot of predominantly female um, female nudes and moved on to doing male nudes. Um, and what was what's interesting about that is um, I'm actually finding that the male energy that's going into these nudes is actually a lot more feminine and softer than what I was expecting. Oh, where some of the female nudes are a little bit more 
um, you know, present and in your face a bit. Um, but then the lockdown hit and now I'm really, really craving, uh, to do figures that, you know, more than one figure in painting. So I think that's going to be my next step to sort of help keep me sane to start to start painting people together because we need all, we all need a little bit of more togetherness. <laughs> that we've that's really fascinating that we've got into isolation and we have to be isolated in quote unquote mm -hmm. and now you are craving doing um figures together as opposed to you've done a lot of work you kind of concentrate on one form uh and and kind of prioritize that and send put that in center stage now that's really interesting you want to do multiple is it because you're, you're craving yeah. craving kind of time with other people is that what that's about do you think yeah i mean well the whole I mean, you've known my work for a while, but it's for the last year, I've literally been focusing, the whole idea has been taking uh, Im imagery from like old sort of pornography <laughs> um, and isolating the figure, which recontextualizes the that imagery and sort of gives it a different feel to it. Mm. Um, and it some way empowers that figure, but now, um, yeah, no, I am totally, I'm craving the opposite of isolation as yeah. we can all relate to, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, my next step is to sort of, once I have a few more male nudes out of my system, is to start, um, you know, incorporating a couple of figures in my paintings. So that's going to be my next step in how I'm thinking and dealing with the the current situation. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting as well. You made the move to um, to male needs and you found that that can be a bit more of a feminine um, experience. How, I want to know more about that. Is that is that in terms of the brushwork you're doing or in terms of um, the, the posture, the, the way that you've designed the figures to, how has that come across, I guess? Yeah, so the, um, the male nudes, it really, it was a very conscious switch because it was, I was having a conversation with someone and they were like, oh, wow, yeah, your work is really interesting. Love the female nudes, but when are you going to start doing racy boys? What a fantastic question. I know, I was like, well, it's interesting you ask. I had not thought about doing racy boys. And then I started looking into it and the, <laughs> some of the, well, I'm sure as you can gather, some of the imagery online is just, it's its hard to find a balance between, um, you know, a tasteful male nude and then a very aggressive male nude. Oh, we all know what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm finding that, yeah, find looking at the female body, it's just so much more, oh, I don't know. It's just it's it's just so much more more imprinted in history um, and in art history more specifically. Uh, so taking a male nude, especially one that's more uh, poignant and more uh, more sensitive figures, and trying to compare it to the female form in that um, in that regard is. Um, has been quite a learning experience. Um, it's been an eye opener and yes, it's finding the soft curves within a body that isn't normally considered soft. Mm. So, so that's yeah. interesting to me because I think that um, you're right, like the female nude is often known for its curves and um, you know, women's bodies are considered more curvy, but that's really interesting that you've kind of seen the softer side or you're, that's what you're presenting now. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm work. That's what I'm working towards anyway. I mean, the, the, the one thing I'm finding super interesting is looking at male dancers um, and looking at sort of 
men within the creative industries um if from the you know body perspective it is you can find there's some really interesting facets of the the male form that um are actually actually have a lot of synergy with female form so it it has been a natural progression in my work i feel like even though it was a very deliberate decision to go to male nudes it's um it has been it's been an eye-opener but it's also been sort of felt it feels right now that i'm into it mm, i like that I like that although i do miss the female body there's something about the female body i don't know i'm not gonna say it's better <laughs> but i think proportionally because women are like i think maybe it's that that kind of lean towards um they sort of balance a little bit better the bodies perhaps with the hips and the bust it sort of balances maybe there's something more attractive to our eye where a body sort of um has those i don't know i'm not sure but i i, I know what you mean i think uh, female yeah. are wonderful they're beautiful and they're amazing what they can do as well yeah oh i mean yeah don't get me started i mean <laughs> it is talk about talk about a serious machine women are amazing our bodies have so like there's just yeah there's a softness yet there is a brute force behind them as well oh so it's, it's interesting juxtaposition for sure i mean because you do you learn something about yourself every time you look at another body as well i mean it's it's yeah it is it's it's a special thing to be interested in i feel like um in my in my case kind of infatuated with <laughs> no i i i love that i love that so much um so who have you managed to kind of keep up with i mean apart from me obviously um any other artists or kind of keeping in the creative uh spirit online or like have you done anything kind of to gauge some sort of uh connections i guess with people yeah, no, it's a really good question. And that's sort of something that we've, you know, as artists as well, have really sort of had to go out of our comfort zones and sort of really reach out and um, and make an, a very intentional engagement with other people now that we're not able to just sort of go to the studio and see people Absolutely. organically. Um, so yes, I have, I've actually set up a painting, a, re a remote painting hangout with another artist friend of mine who, um, she also does bodies, but uh, does bodies. She also <laughs> she also focuses on the female form. Um, but yeah, so we're literally just setting up the laptops and just painting in the same it quote unquote in the same room together. So oh, that's been nice. that. it's been so, it's been super nice. So that there's that. Um, I have another friend who has been putting on laughter yoga for artists. Um, which I'll need more about that. <laughs> <laughs> fascinating she's i mean it is really interesting it's super weird because you like you go into a room you set up zoom and then she'll just basically it's guided laughter and it's she her her well i guess the whole theory behind laughter yoga is that your brain can't differentiate between you finding something funny and laughing versus you deliberately laughing so afterwards you know, you're, um chemicals that get released exactly you've got those endorphins you've got in yeah endorphin serotonin all that all that fun jazz and yeah so after about 20 minutes of forced laughing you actually feel amazing afterwards <laughs> this is absolutely revolutionary i'm not joking it is 
I know. Because I've heard this before and people do laughter therapy, don't you? They, as a kind of, as a collective, obviously we can't do that now. We're not allowed uh, to um, be in a room with others. But the, the idea of doing that is really cool. And to be honest, I'm so for anything that gets the good hormones racing around the body. Because I think we have a lot of anxieties right now. We have a lot of kind of low mood right now. We have a lot of people fearing things and worried about the future and all that. And, and isolation doesn't help that. As humans, we need, other, we need each other. We do. So, we do. We're pack animals. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, what about um, your personal practice? Are you kind of trying anything different that maybe you feel like uh, this is offering you some time to sort of experiment with anything, apart from obviously your subject matters? Um, yeah. Any new materials? do online ventures so I haven't done anything online yet I'm really still very arm's length from doing any digital artwork although I am super curious about it I'm not sure that this is going to be the time for me to dive into it just because I am so sick of screens if I'm honest (laughs) screens for working screens for socializing it's yeah it's a bit of a thing isn't it yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I, but I think um, I have a bunch of oil pastels which I might try and um, try and experiment with. I've been working on paper for almost a year now, and I'm still finding new things about it that I love. Every painting, so I'm experimenting with different textures, um, different colors to you know use as grounds for the painting. Um, so as far as like really going out of my comfort zone and maybe trying to watercolors, I'm not there yet. <laughs> well, enough, a lot of people have tried watercolors as their, as their first venturing because you've not. No, <laughs> I've been seeing people from work, like my part-time job saying, oh yeah, do you have any good watercolor tutorial videos that you can share with me? Or, oh, I've just tried gouache for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like super impressed. I'm like, I'm probably not the person to come to because I need the I need the structure and safety of oil paint. <laughs> it's so funny. I think that watercolors are less forgiving for sure. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. But they're definitely easier to set up and just do, I guess. I think you yeah. them, almost like it's like you're not taking yourself too seriously if you try like a little bit of paint and water, whereas if you yeah. need the oil paints and the and the paint thinners and the canvases, it's like yeah. you're taking it too seriously. <laughs> yeah it's a harder thing just to casually sort of dabble in I guess yeah for sure well um where can people go to find out more about what you're doing in your work while we're uh while we are spending more time online uh really good question yeah yeah um so the best place to find my work is on Instagram that's the that's where the platform that I update the most frequently um and it's at uh Lauren Mealy Art um and yeah, you can look at my website, but there's a, the, the work on there is mostly older. So um, Instagram for sure. Instagram's such a great platform, especially now for artists. Lauren, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you. Great to chat. Good to catch up. <laughs> Lauren was just as delightful the second time around. Definitely check out Lauren's Instagram at Lauren Mealy. That is spelled L-A-U-R-E-N-M-E-L-E. And yeah, check out what she's up to. Check out her new nudes. 
that is unfortunately all we've got time for this afternoon but thank you so much for listening to art then and now with me anna gammons if you do want to contact me or the show please visit anna gammons art on instagram where you can send me a message there will also be sneaky peeks as to what is coming up on each week's show and you can reach out to me you know i said at the beginning i'm interviewing artists about what they've been up to how they're staying creative staying connected and staying sane uh, during this very weird time we're all kind of trying to muddle through so if you think you've got something interesting to say i want to hear it because i think you guys also deserve to hear it too uh yeah and hopefully it's going to encourage people to try something new i think it's so important to just be a bit liberated with yourself in a time where we are sort of missing our freedom as it were um i also want to share the artist support pledge on instagram this is amazing this is basically where artists can uh sell their work online and support each other once you reach a thousand pounds in sales you then pledge to support another artist and buy a piece of their work for 200 pounds and under so definitely check that out if you're an artist listening or you know an artist friend artist support pledge on instagram i also want to take the time again to remind everyone to stay at home and stay safe and protect our glorious nhs and all of the essential workers who are keeping us safe right now thank you thank you so so much and yeah keep listening keep listening to podcasts keep chatting to people keep staying connected and i will see you next week on resonance 104.4 fm at 3 30 same time same place and until then have a good week